If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Money Vikings Podcast, where we conquer financial freedom. Join Greg, Jerry, and Bob as they discuss everything investing and personal finance. The Money Vikings Podcast is hosted by three dads who are doing what they can each day to burn down debt and build wealth. Learn the path to true wealth. Their podcast and website, moneyvikings.com, is a treasure trove of ideas. So without further ado, here they are, the Money Vikings. Bitcoin. Ethereum, non-fungible art, the mysterious crypto digital artist, MV Magnus, what does it all mean? Welcome to the Money Vikings podcast number 32, everyone. Bob, Jerry, are you there? (laughs) (laughs) God, these are so good. I know. My my, my goal is just to just really just get you guys every time. (laughs) Oh, you got me. Stuff. You got Seriously. me. <laughs> I, I, hey, listen, I'm excited about this show because we we have talked a lot. I mean, this is our 32nd show. 32nd, awesome. yeah. Yeah. Pretty awesome. And we have talked many, many times about Bitcoin and crypto and Ethereum, et cetera, et cetera. But we have never done a whole show on crypto. And so I'm excited about this. There's a lot to unpack. And I think we're going to go for, for the for the audience out there. I think you'll like this because we are we all come kind of from different angles. We have quite a few years now of experience among us with crypto. Um, Jerry being the first years ago, getting me into it. But I think we're going to come in with this where this this podcast will serve the beginner and I think also the advanced uh, person in crypto because we're going to talk about a lot of interesting things going on. Um, There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. It's exploding. I mean, that's why it's just overwhelming. It's just it's so it can be overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping I'm hoping we can help our audience with that today, guys. Like, right. Kind of like a way to make it not as overwhelming. But hey, in the news, I have to mention this because I'm a big old fat nerd. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Dungeons and Dragons, owned by Hasbro. So Hasbro stock had its biggest sales year ever. So I'm just saying. D&D is coming back. D&D is coming back with a vengeance. D&D... D and D never left me. It never left but it is, but my soul. It never left me, but it is going big. And I've been trying to get Jerry into it. Oh, so and uh, we got to get. Yeah, Bob Jerry and, uh, is Jerry is not really into it. Hmm. Yeah, Jerry. I, I know, man. You you got to you got to feel the power I of be becoming a, a DM. Yeah, dude. If you can become a gnome wizard, oh. you don't know the power that gives you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you can land, if you can land a hundred on the hundred side die, oh, you're you're hitting it. Your crit, your crit is gonna be high. Nat twenty. Nat twenty, dude. No. Okay. Yeah, I'd, ra- I'd rather anyway. speculate in corn futures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh Get wow, your that's your that's your exciting yeah. weekend. It is. I got that's you. my D and D. Hit up the soybeans. 
There we go. Corn your okay. soybeans. Now you're talking. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Hey, how do you guys feel about this? You know, um, I, I'm, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I know I'm changing the subject. I'm feeling the spring. I'm feeling the spring, you know, Easter thing in the air. I'm feeling like we're turning a corner on the pandemic and I don't want to get excited too soon, but, um, uh, I'm actually getting a shot tomorrow. I'm nice. getting the vaccine tomorrow. Nice. And, uh, right. My first one. And, you know, I just feel like, you know, we're turning the corner and I'm feeling like this, this could be a good boost to the economy. What do you guys think? You getting a COVID shot will be a good boost to the Absolutely, economy. Absolutely, sir. I think it's, I think it's the key. You're welcome, America. I, I just don't know why you're a more deserving American than I am <laughs> right. to get it first. Bob's laughing like he got it. 10 months ago, but I know I didn't change. I didn't change the course of of the earth. Greg's vaccine does. Uh, Yeah, man. Well, I, well, anyway, so I, I, I will say, thank you. Um, you guys know my stance on this. I, I, I like the, the optimism. I do think that what's going to happen is even though, even though people are going to get vaccinated, they're going to be coming out. I had mentioned this with Greg offline uh, a little while ago is we're still dealing with an issue of people having like um, mortgages and forbearance right now because of the pandemic. And what's going to happen is those, those forbearances are actually ending in like July, August timeframe. So people will be coming out of this pandemic stuff near the end of this year. And we're talking about people not having jobs yet when their forbearance is up. We're going to, my assumption is we're going to see a, um, a housing market bubble pop in probably the next year, year and a half. Um, because you figure once they, they start needing to go into the path of foreclosure, it's going to be probably a year, you know, year and a year and a half from now when that hits. So the housing market will get flooded. So you're saying there's still a lot of pain out there, Bob. And so there's going to be a while for it to catch up. I think so. Because because there's a lot of band-aids were working, but I I don't think there was a lot of foresight of what that also leads into um, after the pandemic and and this year leading into next year. Um, And I mean, still unemployment um, rates, you got a lot of people, you know, um, Jerome Powell said, there's not a lot of people actually pursuing work in the market right now. That's kind of fallen off the radar. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm Yeah. I worry about that. You're right. Bob. Yeah. You're right. Always. I mean, always risk. And right. it's going to be interesting to see how things kind of unfold as we, I'm just feeling like we're at the, at the beginning of the final chapter of emerging. Right. right. I mean, in a lot of ways. So, you know, we'll see, but yeah, it's, it's guarded. Guarded optimism. And I think I didn't um, answer your question because I think I refer to the stock market and you're talking about getting out in the public again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, so no, sorry. you did. You did. You did. I'm, you thinking, did. I'm thinking stocks right now. I shouldn't. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Hey, this is our crypto show. So I'll, so I'll mention a crypto. So this will be a good segue into our um, crypto discussions. But so we're going to talk in this show about non fungible tokens. We're going to talk about digital art right now. Um, but basically this very, this was an interesting headline and this will be a good segue into our show. Very strange, $69 million, this non-fungible token digital art sold for, um, by, no, it's not Banksy. I know you're talking about Banksy, but it's a, it's a different kind of name, similar. Anyway, 
it was a, it was a it was a strange animation of a naked Biden and Trump floating through darkness and fighting each other. Okay, enough For said. That's all I need to tell you. Sixty nine million. Sixty nine million. Somebody bought this. It's not even a real thing. Like you cannot grab this thing. You can't put this on your wall. I don't know why you'd want to put that image on your wall. I would never want to put that image <laughs> oh, on my wall. My but so maybe it's good that it's a non fungible token on a computer, um, on the internet. But. Uh, $69 million. I mean, wow. That's see that this is where we're going to start blowing your mind with, wow. with crypto. I, I kind of think it's another uh, bubble brewing and I've read that kind of the, the joke phase is starting to wear off. And I don't know, like the other items that are being sold as uh someone's selling a tokenized fart. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and John Cleese oh. is selling the Brooklyn bridge. Or a, or so a pic. I think I think he what has do, a picture of it or right. something. Or I don't know. It's just. Oh, and he's kind of he's making yes. the joke that like, hey, you you can buy the bridge. I'm going to yes. sell it to you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're we're going into a wacky world, man. It, sure, it, yeah. This is and a lot of this is like it. I feel like it's tied. I I'm feeling guys like a lot of this is tied with the pandemic, and I'll tell you why. We had to make this like really abrupt sort of like switcheroo into these like 100% digital worlds. When was the last time you saw a coworker and went to lunch with them right, and had coffee right. with them? A year? Something like that. And, and instead, right, you've seen, you have actually not seen them. You've seen digital images of them on Zoom calls to no end. And you've heard their voice on, my, my point is, it's like we're entering this like, there's this, there's this virtual world. I mean, that's that, you know, it's VR, man. And, and, and so why have a real painting of naked presidents <laughs> when you can just well, have was a, it okay. uh, mark cuban or kevin o'leary one of them said i think it was mark cuban he said we have to get used to owning things that aren't tangible anymore in this new world yeah wow well i mean it's we've kind of touched on this on other shows because if you think about it, we've kind of talked about how even fiat money is not tangible right. anymore. I don't know. Last time I pulled out a dollar right. bill. Um, That's the reality. I mean, think about it. Like nowadays, we're so used to throwing down our, our debit, you know, card or credit card, or whatever. And it's like, yeah, we can we can see how much money we have in our bank account on our mobile device or on our computer. Uh, but you're right. Like when's the, I mean, occasionally, yeah, we go to the attainable money out, but it's so easy to just throw your card down. I doubt there is, well, it's probably very obvious there's not that many dollar bills in circulation to account for all the money people own nowadays because they don't take it out. It's not exchanging hands. Well, I mean, we're already kind of seeing the rabbit hole that gets us towards crypto, right? Yep. right? right. I mean, so so in the news, last thing, one of the last things we'll mention is Coinbase IPO. We'll probably go into this um, later because I, 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 I want to mention Coinbase as we... Um, discussed crypto because that has been a platform that jerry and i have used for many mm -hmm. years it's a great place to get various started. coins mm -hmm. yeah yeah it really is actually and actually we, they started doing well i'll get into this later but i don't know if you guys have seen they started doing little you can watch little demos and take little quizzes and get paid in crypto Dude, seen that? i've been doing that like, for like a year i thought i told you about that uh, i've done every wow. I've so <laughs> every every single one i've done and then i just convert them to bitcoin and and kick them out of Coinbase. It's That's awesome. probably not their intent, <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, I've probably made the full 30 bucks. The only thing I have left to do is refer more suckers to Coinbase and then I can make nice. more money. Nice. <laughs> invite Got invite it. me. Okay. Well, I mean, again, it's... It, the, the thing that I find fascinating about the IPO is that it, it, it's it's another interesting way, and we'll get into more of this later, but it's another interesting way. There's actually ways to invest in this like technology without owning a single Bitcoin. Like maybe somebody just thinks all this stuff is BS, but at the same time, they might look at Coinbase, who charges a lot of fees and, th- and say, well, you know what? Coinbase is a legitimate business that makes a lot of dollars. I'm well, yeah, and that. The other thing that I wanted to talk about today was the fact that there are many companies, and even Anthony Scaramucci, the mooch who you brought up uh, a few weeks ago, his hedge fund, he's, or he's trying to develop an ETF that will get uh, traded uh, in the USA. And there's many other companies that are trying to do that. And until those are approved, I mean, I think they've tried several times. Uh, many companies have tried several times to get a Bitcoin ETF approved. But um, at this point, really, the only option, if you don't want to directly buy Bitcoin in Coinbase or some other some other way, is to purchase companies that have Bitcoin on their balance sheet. So there's other ETFs that are out there now, I think, that legally can be approved uh, that include companies like Tesla and MicroStrategy and and any other company that seems to be uh, buying Bitcoin and putting large amounts on their balance sheet as sort of a proxy. Well, before we dive into it, did you want to mention the soy and corn thing, Jerry, Uh, your Dungeons and Dragons, or do you want to? Oh, I would love to go into that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, titillate us with your soy and corn. (laughs) So I did a cross product iron condor this week which is really exciting wow, that is yeah so i'm i'm long corn and i'm short soy wow <laughs> i like soy yeah. lattes you know i didn't i didn't i really i didn't you know bob you did a really good job of putting the uh the fibonacci's i still use those yeah. two charts to this day oh and awesome. I, i'm still keeping an eye on them but i couldn't really That's tell rad. what direction it was going but i seem to have been on some sort of cycle where i'd I'd go long soy, then I'd go short soy, then I'd go long soy, and it seemed to be working. Uh, this time, it just completely looked neutral, and I just didn't know where it was going. Oh, so wow. I was, I was. I can look at it again. Yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah. fun to have your take on it. But I, uh, I ended up going, uh, yeah, long corn, and then I wanted to do soy, so I thought I'd go short soy, and they're both out very far deltas, so the low probability of touching either direction, and uh, they're, they're doing okay. And then uh, a couple other trades I did this week. I went uh, long on China. We've been talking about that. So I I tried to go long uh, K-Web by selling a put against K-Web. So that Mm. seems to be working out. And then I also... 1.5 billion people aren't going anywhere. Yeah, tell you that. (laughs) It's an emerging middle class. I don't know what to tell you. I went long Canada. So that was cool. I bought a... Canada's... Canada's I bought a call on EWC. And that what I've heard from... uh, is J.C. Peretz, who does a, a really good uh, podcast on uh, just, you know, the trends and markets. He was saying that Canada is very much like the value trade that we've all been rotating into. I'm not even sure if that's still a thing this week, value, but a lot of Canada's economy is in the, the value type, uh, rather like our S&P 500 is more tech heavy. Theirs is more you know, value defensive type of uh, stock. So I thought I'd try that. Can I, can I add a Canada Please. thing? <laughs> hey. I have a little bit of a, of a strange um, uh, reason to be long-term bullish on Canada. Um, I, I think with climate change, 
um, Canada is in a good geographic position. I know that sounds crazy, but there's a lot of countries that are near the equator and, and Southern that um, over the next couple of decades are going to take the brunt of damage. It's actually already happening. Um, but anyway, they're going to take a, the brunt of damage. It's actually a pretty big problem from climate change. Yeah. And um, places like Canada are in a very unique place in the planet where they, they'll still have effects. Everyone will. But I actually think that they are a little better protected. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I mean, that, 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 I'm just saying that's the, the, climate change is a risk to doing business, right. you know. And and there's there's uh, economic damage that will be done. Yeah. So I was just throwing it. I'm sorry. I just wanted yeah, to sure. throw that little gem of um, happiness. Thank you. Well, I'll I'll, little, uh, little positive I'll take eye. it if it helps the ETF. As the world's melting around the belt. Uh, let's move <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it was so You're welcome, America. Sorry. I'm getting my vaccine this week. They're, yeah. Their clouds are thinner, so they let the heat escape a little easier. Right. <laughs> Their clouds. Oh are man. All right. Well, guys, should we should we yeah. dive into it? Well, I still had like ten other trades to talk about, but sure. <laughs> oh wow, Jerry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, no, I, I I was genuinely excited about your your pairs trade. I was just joking about soy and corn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's, all, he's all whatever bees. <laughs> As you guys know, I, you know, I was a skeptic at first years ago, Jerry, right? When you and I would go hang out at the watering hole and talk about crypto and we'd open our computer and we'd look at all this stuff yep. and blah, blah, blah. And I, and I used to always ask the question, in my mind, an investment has to solve a human problem, fulfill a human need, you know, and then in my mind, it, if it answers those questions, it's, it's if it solves a human problem or it fulfills a human need, it has a future, right? That's what I always ask myself about every investment. And so that was my main question with Bitcoin and crypto. And I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I, I think I can say yes. I'm not a, I'm kind of like Scaramucci. I am not a diehard, you know, profitizer on the mountaintop. Like this is the future of everything. I think it's I think it's going to be part of the future, but I don't think it's like going to take over and be everything. But I think there's a place for it. And there's there's a use case. I think the use cases are becoming more clear. So in my mind, as you guys know, for Bitcoin, I think the key driver is that it is like it is like digital gold, meaning gold is finite. You can't print it any longer. You can mine it, but you can't print it. The governments can't print it. And so there's a finite supply of Bitcoin. As we all know, Bitcoin's going to top out in years to come at 21 million. The estimates are that about 3 million of those are missing or lost forever. And so it'll probably end up at about 18 million Bitcoin. So it's a supply demand thing. There's, all, there's always going to be constrained, limited supply. And so I guess the idea is that it's a store of value and that it's a way to carry wealth with you basically on a you know, on a thumb drive. Now, as scary as that is, you've got to know your, you have to keep an eye on your key. Um, you don't have to store it that way, of course. Um, and, and then ironically, as we know, there have been notable hacks. Yeah. Um, so, right. So there's, there's been notable hacks. And, and as, as of late, we all know about Ethereum as well. So I, I, I am, I'm right. As the, as the month, as the months and years go on, 
because of the smart contracts and the decentralized apps. So it's this concept that it's not only a cryptocurrency, but it to me, it's a contracting tool. You know, I, the first thing that comes to mind, and we'll get into this, is like digital art, but like music, right? You know, everyone around the world is billions of people all day long are streaming music that someone made and art that someone made. And I think part of the, con the, the idea is that you can access or own parts of that music, you know, through these smart contracts. Now I'm simplifying, I think, you know, a bit, um, but I, I, but I think Ethereum is really worth um, a deep dive for anybody who's interested in I, investing. It, um, yeah. Ethereum, the true thing is Ethereum because Ethereum, it was last, I believe it was last year where they did a rework because Ethereum did well years ago. And then it kind of plummeted because the, the structure and, and framework wasn't so, it wasn't phenomenal. It's not scaling they, well. They, Yes. And so, right. And so they, they did a rework of Ethereum and they, um, I think they launched it, what was it, early last year or something like that. And then since then, it's just taken off and it's done phenomenal. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, one thing I will say, and this is just a general, general, general statement of cryptocurrency, the, the problem that I, I see coming up down the line is that if you're going to do business in cryptos, and I know there's like car, you hear about car dealerships uh, and, you know, um, you know, what's his name? Uh, Mark Rubin, you know, buying tickets using, you know, Doge, Mavericks. Yeah, Dogecoin. I'm thinking to myself with the way that cryptos move and fluctuate as as radical and volatile as they can be. If somebody says, let's say, hey, today you so say this is like a two months ago. Um I'm going to give you, I'm going to sell you my pen for 50,000 Dogecoin. And at the time it was like $5, right? Well, what, you know, a month or so ago, it ran up to almost eight cents and it was like a 5,000 or whatever, whatever the multiple was increase. You, somebody just gave you whatever, $50,000 for that pen. And so it's the same thing is mm -hmm. like when you're doing business and you're saying, Okay, I'm gonna sell you also you Mavericks tickets for, you know, at this point right now, ten thousand Doge. Well, let's say at one point Doge hits a dollar. That was a ten thousand dollars you spent on a ticket, right? So if, if you can you can yeah. buy this vehicle for 0.9 um Bitcoin, well, eventually Bitcoin will hit a hundred thousand dollars that you just spent ninety thousand dollars on some, you know something that was sold for maybe $40,000. So that that's where my, the problem I do see occurring. And is that just the way, the nature of the beast is, I mean. Yeah, good, great points. Yeah. So your know. concern is that you buy some asset with Bitcoin in today's dollars, but it continues to appreciate and you've sort of lost out on that because you purchased the asset. Right. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Stable coins are trying to solve that problem in some way. Okay. I'm not sure. Like they'll have a flat. They're they're trying to price. peg to the dollar. Um, okay, but I don't I don't know that uh, those are used well, as often for those types of transactions. I mean, like, why not right. just use dollars? I don't know what the right, answer right, is there. Right. And I was looking back in one of my wallets that uh, I was giving my son allowance in Bitcoin maybe about six years ago. And, <laughs> and, and it was like, yeah, it was like, it was he like $250, $5, you know, just whatever in Bitcoin. Wow. And I, it shows, 
in the ledger how much it's worth today, like 250 bucks for like <laughs> 500 bucks. And we were out for a walk. Father of the year. Just talking like, he's like, man, I wish I didn't spend it. I didn't know. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't know either. I... <laughs> Nobody. Nobody knew. I, I gave. <laughs> wow. Well, some, some people apparently did, but there's that guy that like sold everything years ago and he's got like four kids. You've seen this like New Zealand, this guy from like New oh, Zealand man. or something with his family that like sold everything he owned and bought like a hundred thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin. And it's seriously worth oh, like 10 million. Wow. Now he just, now I know it's there. There's a few str- No, those right. make the headlines, you know, but, but let me throw this out there about Bitcoin. So <clears throat> my, my favorite lady, Kat, uh, mm-hmm, Kathy mm-hmm, over at Ark, got to get her in at every show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, she's an interesting point. She says if, if every major corporation, only put like 1% of their assets into Bitcoin. She said that you, there's a strong case that, that Bitcoin is at least 100,000 to 400,000 a coin. And she's like, it's already happening. She's like, the, 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 the tidal wave of like companies like Visa and all these other companies that are getting into it, like right. major corporations, you know, not just Morgan Tesla. We Stanley. Got Elon Musk. I know he's crazy. This yeah. week made headlines. Morgan for Stanley. That. Uh, Look at that. These are buttoned up. You know what I mean? These are bun- buttoned up corporate giants. These aren't these aren't you know crazy guys in their I, basement. Yeah. Or Elon I Musk. really am this hoping the ETFs that yeah. I mentioned earlier get approved. And the reason is it's going to be very easy if they do to purchase Bitcoin through them in a Roth IRA or um, a regular traditional IRA. There's there's no way to do that right now. It's easy to purchase Bitcoin. And, and if Bitcoin, if we all believe that Bitcoin's going to the moon or Kathy, Kathy Wood's uh, uh, theories are correct. It'd be nice to be able to have that wealth in the Roth. That would be key. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting. One thing Bob mentioned that I agree, like totally kind of annoys me about the whole thing. Well, there's a couple of things and you guys probably agree. I mean, number one, I got to mention this. I, I am highly annoyed by how many cryptos yeah. there are, right? It gets a little bit. And I think that's what you're getting at earlier, Jerry. It gets a little bit annoying trying to keep up with. I get a new you know, you know, Cardano, blah, yeah, you know, they're all, all these different names. I mean, think about look in, at all these. a unique problem out there. And it's great that there's so much, there's so many choices, but like uh, Tether, for example, is trying to solve the problem that we were just talking about, that uh, crypto is all over the place. It's very volatile. So someone made a crypto and there's, there's a whole bunch of them now that are pegged to the U.S. dollar. Some are even indexes of the Tether and some of the other uh, stable coins. So it's trying to solve that problem. Then there was another one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was Polkadot or another one. A sca- uh, Ethereum has a scaling problem. So they're trying to solve the scaling problem by having these side chains that allow for transactions with lower fees and much faster. Uh, I just don't know how it's all going to mm-hmm. pan out. I really don't. Yeah. There's just, it, it's it's it, a lot it to is. cover. Um, I mean. There's basic <laughs> attention token. I mean, we could just go on and on, but those are interesting for uh, publishers that want to uh, just, you know, purchase attention of customers and give tokens for, for that. And, and what's that worth? Well, apparently it's worth a little more than a dollar today. There you go. So I, you know, I, so as, as, as our audience and everybody is kind of seeing, like there's so many ways to in best actually in this space again without just i mean person could just go on to robin hood and buy some bitcoin 
um, and let Robin Hood be their custodian. Um, but, you know, there's other plays out there. I mean, there's there's NVIDIA, there's ARC FinTech, there's Square, as you guys said, Tesla. Now, and then there might be these ETFs, which I think are, that's going to be a game changer. I, I think, think so. ETFs. I mean, a that's lot of other countries, Canada, I think, yeah. has some that are approved. Brazil has some that are approved. So I keep checking in my brokerage all the time. I'll type in the ones that I know are approved in other countries, just see seeing if they show up, but I haven't seen them yet. I, I might've mentioned to you guys, I started, so we have, uh, and you can see it on our website too, on our blog, but we have, um, you know, kind of played around with different platforms over the years, Coinbase, um, Kraken, you know, all these different things. Um, but the, the most recent one I wanted to mention to our audience was BlockFi that I've been messing around with. And what caught my eye, I think this is the, the Winklevoss twins thing, right? right? I, I think, well, I know they're doing one called platform, Gemini. The uh, they may have a partnership. Okay, anyway. Well, what, 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 what caught my eye was, you guys know I'm all about dividends, right? I love dividends. But this, this one, basically, you buy Bitcoin through this thing and it pays you, it pays you basically an interest rate on your Bitcoin and, and it buys more Bitcoin. And so I, I look way, at that yeah. as dividends. And what I like about dividends is when you reinvest dividends, you actually become, you make this mm -hmm. like money-making machine, right? That can really like compound. And so I've been playing around with that. And it appears that I've been earning 6% on my initial investment in there. And it just kind of keeps like every month, it's like puts another 6% of the Bitcoin I bought like in back, you know, it'd be like, here's another, you know, $4 and 52 cents of Bitcoin. Here's another $5 of Bitcoin. Um, so I think that's pretty exciting. I, it seems a little too good to be true to me. I'm, I'm a little bit skeptical like mm -hmm. of everything in this world right now, but, uh, I don't know guys. I it's mean, called, it uh, staking it's happening, <laughs> staking and what, uh, what companies are allowing people to do, uh, like these cryptocurrency companies and, and also decentralized finance is happening without companies ability to take crypto that you own and sort of put it aside, lock it up. So these, so people can, can borrow it and do things and they're paying you interest because they're getting interest on the, they're getting a difference in the spread and you're getting some of that back paid to you. Hmm. I'm doing the same thing with another competitor of uh, right. BlockFi called crypto.com. And that seems to have been working out too. I put a very small amount in to stake for 30 days, the, the shortest amount of time I could find and they're paying 3%. So I've made, I don't know, 20, like a, basically a quarter, 25 cents so far, uh, just to see if it works. And then my next mm -hmm. test will be to see if I can move money out of it. If I can do that, then I, I may start playing with larger amounts of money. But yeah, it is very interesting. I have a small story, if I could uh, indulge you guys. I, I When I first heard yeah. about this, you can make interest on crypto. I went to uh, uh, a tool called MetaMask, which is available on the Brave browser and also as an app on Android and iOS, created an account. And what I tried to do was take crypto that I bought uh, through that, through MetaMask. And then uh, I, I put in, you know, my credit card and bought 50 bucks worth of Ethereum. And then I wanted to exchange it into another token that seemed like it paid high interest. I was looking at uh, Uniswap and uh, I tried that and that cost some gas fees, which are Ethereum GUI. They're tiny fractions of Ethereum. But because Ethereum is so popular right now and so many people are using it, it's it's not scaling well. And the fees are really high. So just for me to say, hey, I want to take 
my Uniswap token and I want to stake it just before I even got started and bought any, I used quite a bit of uh, gas already to, to just do that so I could start the transaction. And then at that point, I didn't even have enough to buy one token of what I wanted to stake and earn interest on. So for the average user, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's complicated mm. and it's, uh, you can lose money very easily. So I ended up going with crypto.com doing the same thing. It's much easier and the same thing that you're doing with uh, BlockFi. So I wouldn't mess around with uh, with uh, going the DeFi way quite yet until the gas fees are better or Ethereum has its uh, layer 2, 2.0, whatever they're calling it, out out in a few right. months or years, whatever mm-hmm. that's coming, right. or some other sidechain crypto solves that problem. Because it's just and, – and we'll get into it with the NFTs too, you know, wow. looking at trying to uh, – to sell art and create an NFT just to do that. Lots of money, lots of money. It doesn't seem like the, it doesn't seem worth it just for a small test. Hey, so I do want to, I do want to point this out. And it is something that I've kind of noticed is that um, there is a a kind of a pattern with Bitcoin um, as far as the, the kind of the technicals on chart where, Typically, it's, and I know this is kind of on a tangent from what we're talking about, but I, I just, I noticed this and I want to call it out. Um, okay. So, typically, Bitcoin, it, it has seven days downtrend, then it has 14 days of a wavy uptrend to then seven days downtrend. So, we are today is finishing the seventh day of that wavy downtrend. So, today may be a good day to, to jump in on some Bitcoin. Um, hmm. Yeah, actually, I I appreciate that, Bob. But yeah, it seems to have um, yeah. you you're really good at the charting, and um, I was wondering about that. So thanks for pointing that out. Maybe we could throw that up on the um, yeah uh, on the blog some of your some of your charting on that. Yeah. you talked about showed, a flag today. today. Was showing a, a bull flag. Um, nice on the chart. Uh, is it? Yeah, I was looking wow. back at a three month uh, time frame. I mean, it. That's a lot of folks are kind of saying what you're saying, Bob. That it's like. I mean, I, again, I don't know who to trust here, but I mean, they're saying like, yeah, no. it's, it, this isn't over. I mean, this is not over. It's, it, it's all this kind is of the cra- So here's the crazy up, thing so about, about I, Bitcoin I don't know. is that if you go to monthly charts and look at it month by month and that, and because I, I, I talk, we talk, we talk about this all the time. We get so focused on this micro Mac, you know, day by day, what's happening in the market week by week. If you step back and look at month over month over month with Bitcoin, it has just gone up. It's it's always going up. There's no there's never been a month of mm. retracement on the full month. It is going up month after month, and it's like, you know, going back to let's go to September. To, just really quick, September 2020. So September to October, 28 percent, then 40 percent, then almost 50 percent. Then fourteen percent, then thirty six percent, then twenty seven percent. So that's wild. And this is the thing I talk about: is like it's not necessarily about the dollar value of something, because I think that's where people get goo goo gaga over uh, Bitcoin is because it's you know approaching that sixty thousand dollars again. You have to look at the percentage increase of the dollar amount. So twenty seven percent this past month. You know we're still in March. It's 27, it's up 27%, mm-hmm. 27% of X amount of dollars, you know, it's, that's, what you yeah. 
I, I, that's, no, that, that's good. That's really good perspective, Bob. I hear you. I mean, I'm just, I, that's why I continue to be an advocate of like, you know, if a person has their financial house in order and they kind of have all the basics down, right. like why not dip the toe in the water and mess around with right. whatever you can, you know, that, that, that less than 1%, you know, of, of assets, uh, you know, where it's yeah. like, you know, I, put a thousand bucks in. I don't know. Bitcoin just, is, is going to go places and there's so much talk about it being uh, the, you know, complemented backing to the dollar with gold because there's a lot of issues around gold and it's you know the democratization of currency and you know the globalization of currency and you know to have its space here where it doesn't follow fall into the same little bucket as a a dollar or gold or silver or something like that that ha is being controlled by an entity Right. Where I think Bitcoin, mm -hmm. you know, theory. Right. Right. It's fully Bitcoin, controlled theory, by the market. Like all right? these ones that are really mm -hmm. um, are staples are solving that problem and kind of giving power back to the people in a way. And I and I, I don't see mm -hmm. them going away or disappearing. I, I do see them increasing in value um, over time. And, and and Bob, if 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 they've made it so accessible, where it's right. in people's PayPal and Robinhood, and you know, I doubt Morgan they, Stanley right. accounts. I, doubt I mean, that's pretty accessible. If it was just some funny meme coin, right? Yeah. I mean, agreed. Yeah, saying Jerry, do you want to uh, do you want to lay out kind With of Bitcoin. Where, you, where you're thinking right now? And I think you had some ideas on. Or just whatever, like in general, like your your yeah. So with uh, ETH, you know, I have a lovely relationship with, with ETH right now. <laughs> it's it bought you a crazy. car, man. yeah. Back in the day when it when it uh, wasn't uh, saturated, but but now like with the gas fees, they're so high uh, to do things like move money around. I have I have little mini wallets with they call it crypto dust, ETH dust. I, it was like fourteen dollars sitting in this wallet and twelve dollars sitting in that wallet. That's crazy. There's got to be some sort of app or somebody that can uh, kind of sweep it all up and, and get that money out of there. It's just annoying. Um, and, and just to try and sell some NFTs, I did a little experimentation with some of the Money Viking artwork, trying to uh, put it online and open sea and try to sell it. it. It was more than $100 in gas fees just to put it up, just to see if it would get, it would get a bid. Um Hey man, yeah, when, we, when we sell it for sixty nine million, seem, hey, it's going to be worth the hundred bucks. I mean, so hold that thought. But <laughs> back to my uh, mixed uh, relationship with Ethereum. As a miner, I'm very happy because all these gas fees are going to me. I I have a uh, a gaming mm. PC which I got at Costco a few years ago called an Asus Predator. Really nice graphics card in it, and it does. Uh, I think it's twenty twenty hashes per second. And wow. that will make me two to three bucks a day in mining. And it's just, hmm. it's just running. I've already gotten paid nice. one time, 30, $35. And it's, it's going to be about 60 bucks a month or so. And I just leave it on. It doesn't. Yeah. Talk about passive income. Wow. Right? It's just That's cool. My, my computer that, uh, yeah, my home P gaming PC that I use for trading and video games and whatnot. When I'm not doing anything on it, it's mining Ethereum. So, wow. Right. And it's Who just use 60 it's, bucks a month. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of a testament to how awesome. for, it's the most economically uh, 
it's the best ROI. It's the best crypto to mine right now. If you try and mine Bitcoin or something else, you're not going to get that kind of uh, return. Uh, yeah. Graphics cards are just insanely expensive. The graphics card I have is by no means a very uh, great one, but it's it's good enough to just experiment, max out my CPU. It's been running for three weeks, up at 100%. And uh, yeah, I check it. I check it every few days and it's just going up and up and it's part of so yeah, it's powered by and solar, you have solar panels. Uh, at least you know maybe a fifty percent of it. Yeah, twenty five percent. So it's kind of a fun yeah, little. Uh, I think yeah, it's gonna. I'm gonna do awesome. it as long as I can. My hats off to you, I, sir. I think with with 2.0, they're talking about reducing mining fees, <laughs> and there's all kinds of fifty uh, percent attacks that may or may not happen. Uh, miners are very angry with where Ethereum is going. Mm-hmm. So as an investment, um, I'm happy to see it going up in value. Uh, as a you. I'm not so pleased with the high gas fees and, and uh, you know, transaction fees to, to use it. But as a miner, I'm very happy with the high transaction fees to get them in my pocket to help uh, cool. you know, solve these problems. So it's kind of complicated, and there's different angles from different participants in the entire ecosystem. Wow. That is, you're blowing my mind. That is so cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Well, another another little thing we're going to experiment with, if I if I may introduce this, is that uh, there's a mysterious artist named Envy Magnus mm. who does digital artwork, <laughs> and he will be he will be auctioning <laughs> off the word on the street here. <laughs> no, but actually, actually, in 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 all in all in all honesty, so here's the deal: like I, you guys both know because you know me, but for our audience, like I I am a legit. Um, fantasy uh and children's book illustrator like i've been at it for like 20 years i have a art degree um and i am like i'm like all about it like that's part of my dungeons and dragons thing so i have made a lot of fantasy art and i've made actually some bitcoin and ethereum art and so we are going to experiment with selling it as a non-fungible token work of art and we've just started diving into that world um and there's a bunch of websites where you can auction this stuff off um and Today, Jerry and Bob, I saw like works of art were crazy. were selling for I like know. sixteen Ethereum. I, I mean, that's like that's like how much is that? That's like thirty two thousand dollars for. I, I would, yeah, I would. Lo- I, mean, I just feel wow. like it's kind of a bubble, and I feel like th- there's this phase that it goes through where everything's like a joke in the beginning, like Dogecoin sort of was, and so now you know you got people putting the London Bridge on mm-hmm. and selling their farts and just seeing how much money they can get <laughs> I, I i think and, and i would love to be proved wrong here but i think that unless you're Lindsay lohan or snoop you know trying to uh you know sell things online unless you're you're famous i don't know that just some rando's gonna find our ethereum art or bitcoin art and plop down to ethereum for it but like i said i'm i i hope i'm wrong on this i do right let's see what happens we're going to try it. We're going to see. Yeah, we're going to see what happens. But you're right. No, you're right. I mean, that's how it always goes with the art world. I mean, if you're famous, right. everybody wants a piece of the art, right? Um, you know, we're yeah. only at like one so million almost, listeners a month on Money Viking. We so we're not quite it. at that same level, you know, <laughs> as Lindsay Lohan. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, no, we're going to have fun with this. So we'll, we'll be able to share more of that at the uh, in our next couple of episodes how that unfolds, but um, I'm kind of excited about it, Jerry. Like, why don't we try it? And, and I'm, I'm kind of of the mind that I hear what you're saying about the gas fees, but I'm like, okay, you know, 
I don't know, I'll pay 250 bucks to have some fun, right? And try something like it's okay. And even if it doesn't even sell, we just try it out. And, you know, again, see this like kind of new world. Um, I don't, I, you know, I, I have mixed thoughts on the future of it. Um, I think there is, I think the, the digital world, it is. as we know, is here to stay, right? I mean, it is, this is, this is, this is reality. Okay. And, um, and this is, I think as a, as a, as a guy who studied art history and, 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 uh, has gone to art school and stuff. It's like, I, I think there's something to be said about this. And I, I gotta tell you, I was on some of the sites today. I mean, it, it's pretty tempting to, to want to own some of this art. And I know that sounds so crazy. Um, but to, I don't know what it is about it, but you look at this really fascinating artwork and you're kind of like, yeah, like I'll, I'll, I I'll throw down half a half an half to buy that. Why? Why not? You know. <laughs> and that's what's driving this because I don't understand why just scarcity alone is enough price to some of these things. Somebody makes a pixel of a cat, moon cats, or crypto kitties, or whatever. I get that there's only, let's say, you know, a hundred of them, and they can be sold and repackaged and 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 whatever. But just because they're finite and unique doesn't make them worth thousands of dollars uh, and, and and yeah but it's a, it's the same thing as like an artist who goes to an, an auction <laughs> to own a banksy right the, a banksy uh painting that once it sold it went through a shredder like right there live on the auction floor they paid right and they paid millions of dollars for this <laughs> i remember it's that like, that's right it's just right but it's a, it's a and then right? it was destroyed. But, but this is the thing is like, it's maybe that was the beginning. Though, Jerry, if you think about it is that <laughs> you have people who drop millions of dollars on a piece of artwork. And I think to myself, like in my house, would I have a, a $5 million painting sitting in my house? Hell no. My kids would be throwing paint and food at it and spaghetti and it would have <laughs> spaghetti. Things. Right. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that would like, make it more valuable. I, I challenge you is like, I just think we are, we're already living in that. Like we already live in that world. Right. Why not make money? Yeah. I, it, it, it's, it is so guys, it's so I, fascinating. It's I mean, that is what's so cool about this topic. Like I, and today I was just, I was down this rabbit hole of this. NFT <laughs> I'm art sorry. And Jerry, you got me onto it. It's like, it's like, just so it's a, no, it's great. I mean, it's great. Why? I mean, you know, why not? I mean, humans do I, the way I look at it from humanity's perspective. I mean, it's like okay, people are dropping a bunch of coin on hey, Greg, crazy yeah, artwork. Greg, at I the mean, end of the day, you know what? What you're a what vaccinated a world this we week. Live in. You're welcome, America. Okay. <laughs> yeah, humanity owes you one. Why not? You're welcome. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> oh, humanity uh, owns the science. Now, uh, on your uh, crypto like, art, uh, uh, Greg. Uh, once we uh, anyway for sale, are you you want to sell? And do you want to get a percentage of returns from every future transaction? Because I guess since the contracts are smart, they allow for this. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really going to be a really fun part of this, Jerry, as we go go into this. Put it for um, auction. Well, I'd like to put it for auction. I don't know. Let's see. Mine is mine is mine is a is a is is uh, is uh, is an artwork of a pirate, sort of a pirate queen, ghost kind of queen, and she's like got this guy with her like saber out and she's got yeah. this guy who's got his Bitcoin. It's called your Bitcoin or your life. 
And I don't know. I'd like to see. I'd like to see put it on auction on like the only one I'm familiar with is OpenSea. But there's probably others that you found this week that you need to tell me about. Maybe maybe they take care of gas fees for you. That'd be nice. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch and um, yeah, that were really slick looking. And uh, and ETH and Bitcoin art is really really big right now. People enjoy it. But I mean, I mean to be so. This artwork that we're going to put up for auction, just so people know, our audience knows, like it's not a POS piece of artwork. Like I spent months and months making this beautiful work of art. Like really, I I spent a lot of time on this thing. Like, well, I I guess I'm trying to be genuine about it. It's it's actually a a really serious work of art. I I didn't just slap something together as some silly joke. And I'm like, oh, I want to make a bunch of money. Like this is a nice piece of artwork. And so, um I think people will enjoy it. It's got a narrative to it. It looks <laughs> really beautiful. Look at, I'm just like talking up my art. Like, so but are you, are you willing to give up all the copyrights? Like if this is on the cover of Time Magazine and you don't get compensated, are you going to be pissed off? Great question. I know. And I, it's like, it's like I, because that's the thing. And we kind of talked about this earlier. I, you know, I don't want to, because I do think it's really valuable. Yeah. I don't want somebody to come on and just be like, here's five bucks in ETH. Like, I don't, you know, I want to actually sell it for like real money because I actually think it is an awesome piece that I think people will really enjoy looking at. I think they will love the beauty in this piece. And so we'll, we'll put it on our, it'll be on our, it's on our blog right now. I put a little teaser and um, you know, when we auction it off, we'll let you all know. Um, so I don't know. We'll let the, we'll let the market decide. Let, maybe we'll figure out a way to auction it. And if the market thinks it's worth five bucks, maybe I'll have to take that chance, but it's a good question. Um, is there a minute? I wonder if there's a minimum on these. Like, could I, like, if it doesn't reach a certain yeah, amount, so. can we just cancel yeah, the auction? So. That well, would be a, set a minimum. Cause again, I don't, I don't there's want, yeah, I don't want somebody to just be like, Oh yeah, here's a quarter and I own your artwork. Yeah. It's like, it's like, no, man, I, I spent like years of, of like art school and like really put a lot of thought and inspiration into this piece. So, I mean, I don't know. I'd want people, someone to pay, pay like a fair price, right? We, we all yes. want to be paired at paid yes. a fair price for our, for our work, right. Okay. And our products. So that's, that, that's what I would be asking as an artist. Um, so that I don't happens. know. We're going to try it, everybody. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, guys, any closing thoughts? I, I hope, I mean, I hope this, um, I hope this was helpful to people. I, I, we wanted it to be like an overarching view on different facets of crypto. Um, this is like a topic that you can talk about every week because it's, it's dynamic and it's really fascinating. Um, but I don't know what you guys want to, you guys want to share any closing thoughts on, on crypto before we wrap up the show? Uh, I I have... (laughs) Uh, I'm just perplexed by the whole thing, and I am uh, very interested to see how this works out. I really hope we can find something that doesn't cost us two hundred dollars an eat to put it on the market. Right. Not not because I think, like I said, I, not because I think your artwork's ugly or you didn't spend a lot of time on it. I just I'm not convinced. I st- like two hundred dollars. I, I think fifty dollars might be my threshold for something like this to to experiment and put it out there. But I know where you're coming from. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you do just have to take a chance. So I'm skeptical, but I want to help and I want to profit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to do it as a team. I'm going to cover any gas fees. Um, and, I think so. Uh, it's I think it's going to be fun to let our audience know how this goes. What, if it's really, so, yeah. I, I think for, from my perspective, kind of like my, my, you know, yeah. final thoughts really isn't just necessarily about crypto. It's just market in general. You know where I'm at, right? It's... um 
I think crypto is a good hedge. Um, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, especially Bitcoin right now, when markets started doing weird stuff at first, it kind of was moving with it. But I think it started to create some sort of separation from the market um, in a sense where, you know, my stance right now is that the market isn't done um, going down. And you, I think, can start using Bitcoin as a, as a hedge um, along with other plays. But um, yeah. Hey, guys. Great talking with you today. Happy spring, everyone out there. We really, really appreciate you listening. Um, if you enjoy our show and if you get something out of it, we really hope you do. We put a lot of work into putting value out there and uh, valuable information that will help you. Please share, uh, share our uh, podcast with your friends and family. And have a great week, guys. I'll talk with you soon. Adios, amigos. We are not financial professionals, and this podcast is designed for entertainment purposes only. We are regular folks who do research and present opinions to an audience in a fun way. Our opinions should not be construed with the views of any organizations we may be affiliated with. This podcast does not represent the thoughts, intentions, plans, strategies of our employers. It only represents the opinions of the authors. If you need specific guidance on your own financial situation, please consult a financial fiduciary professional. Thank you.